Welcome back to another episode of the Straws That Stirred the Drinks podcast. I am your host, Jack Lingenfelter, and y'all, I am so incredibly excited to finally be back having another conversation with you. And today, I sit down with National FFA Southern Region Vice President, Eric Robinson. If you're familiar with the podcast, actually, funny enough, uh, I actually had a conversation with Eric uh, previously on this podcast when he was state president for Georgia FFA back in 2020. And so uh, I'm excited to have this conversation with Eric about what he's excited about for next week uh, as he retires, uh, as his year as a national officer winds down. And so I'm super excited to, to bring you this conversation as well. Uh, next week, I'm going to be at National Convention as well, uh, because for the past six months, uh, since this past April, I have been serving as a uh, South Region State Vice President for Georgia FFA. Uh, so I've been super uh, humbled and blessed to be in, uh, serving in this capacity for Georgia FFA this year. And we're co- actually coming up on our six-month uh, anniversary of being elected. So uh, the state officers and I, I serve on a team of eight for Georgia FFA. If you're not uh, from Georgia, if you don't know how that process works. So uh, I'm, I'm super excited to, to serve in that capacity. Uh, next week, I will be at National Convention. And I'm excited to to be able to interview a couple of people next week, some delegates, some other state officers and some competitors from Georgia. Uh, We have a lot. We're super excited to support them next week. But as well, you can expect a National Convention recap episode. So after uh, we film a bunch of interviews next week, I'll I'll get those edited together and and make sure to to give you that uh, confirmed next piece of content uh, in two or three weeks or so when we get those edited. Uh, Again, I'm super excited to, to finally be back having a conversation with you all uh, this podcast has been an awesome blessing for me, and I'm excited to to bring you more conversations from real genuine people, servant leaders uh, in the agriculture arena and industry, and, and from that agriculture community. And so I'm so excited, again, to finally be back. As well, uh, I want to hear from you. What type of content do you want to see from this podcast moving forward? Uh, make sure if you have any ideas, suggestions, people you want uh, me to talk to, ideas for, for episodes where it's conjoined, uh, interviews uh, edited together. I want to hear from y'all. Uh, what type of content do you want to hear from next from the straws that stir the drinks? If you have any of those ideas, uh, just go. Make sure to go ahead and follow us on Instagram at straws that stir the drinks. There you can DM us any episode ideas or or pieces of content that you uh, definitely want to see uh, in the in the FFA and agriculture realm. And so uh, I'm super excited again to be back. Uh, And I'm super excited for you to hear Eric Robinson, National FFA Southern Region Vice President, as we preview National Convention. Check it out. Eric, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast, man. Glad to be here, brother. It's a good time to see it all back up. Yes, sir. Absolutely. How has your week been? I know y'all are super busy. It's been pretty good, dude. Right now, we're packing up all of our boxes and our suitcases because we're at the Indiana FFA camp in Trafalgar. And we've been here for... About a week, and just been practicing, dude. There's a lot of session run-throughs, retiring address run-throughs, run-throughs about how we hand off awards, and just everything you see on stage, you've been trying to get right right here and been tracking our memorization and making sure we're feeling good about that. It's kind of crazy. I saw, yeah, dude, I saw a graphic today. You might have seen it, too, that National FFA put out that convention in seven days. So we're, we, we all saw that graphic. We were like, all right, it's almost game time. So... But it feel, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I saw that graphic too. That's it's surreal that this year has been moving so quick. Um, but how long have y'all been in national convention prep mode? Yeah, so we first started having convention conversations 
in late July around state officers summit. Mm-hmm. Nothing was nothing was given to us yet or just like talk or like anything tangible. But we started having those talks of like, hey, conventions coming up. And then whenever we were in South Africa, that's whenever we started. They started telling us about our retiring addresses, start thinking about the retiring addresses. You don't have to write anything down just yet, but have in mind what you might want to talk about for your retiring address. And then after we got back from South Africa, we came back to Indy. And or actually, that's not true. We came after South Africa. We had a couple of one-offs, like different events that we did. We went to Missouri. I had a couple more chapter visits that I did. Went to the Big E up there in near Massachusetts. And after that, we hit mid-September, and that's when they brought us back to Indianapolis. And from there on, it was convention with getting all of our sessions starting to get written and started getting those together. We had two weeks to go and just somewhere that was like home or just away from the FFA center and just work, whether it was cranking out our sessions or cranking out our retiring addresses. We took two weeks to get all those together. And the next time we came back, it was memorization and delivery, working on those things. And it's been memorization and delivery ever since. Mm, yeah. You mentioned your retiring address. Was that something that uh, came easy to you? Did you have an idea in the back of your head like, hey, this is what I want to talk about? Or did you have to kind of think through that while you were in South Africa? I've learned I'm, – I'm now – for retiring addresses, this is my second one. And it's the same process as my first one. Didn't didn't really come super, super easy. It was one of those things where I was like, man, I'm just how – do, how do you put a year of national office – but then also a lifetime of experience all together in about like a 15 minute speech. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's, that's a lot. And I'm sure you as a state officer will have some of the same thoughts, whatever you and she's already your retirement address. It's, it's a lot to put into words, but wherever we went to South Africa, I, whenever we were there, I think it was just, I, I was felt in my element, man. I loved it there. And that kind of just put my mind into a different perspective. And once we got back from South Africa, I was like, boom, I think I've got my title. And then once I had my title, I felt like I was starting just to roll. Started to think about stories. And then eventually I found my stories. And once I found those, it was, I was in a pretty good spot. And I had a lot of coaching about, you know, how could I maybe make those stories relate and flow really well into a really cool story and just adding in elements of Eric and who I am. And that took a couple of weeks to get, to really get to a good point. But man, once I got it and once they helped me get there, I started feeling really, really good about it. So I'm pretty excited about session six on that Friday night. Yeah, that's awesome. We all, I know back home in Georgia, are super excited to watch you, uh, you know, a week from Saturday retire, but especially that retiring address, we're all super excited uh, to watch you do that. Uh, You mentioned South Africa, which uh, your team had a special opportunity, unlike uh, many others, to go to South Africa. Talk about how that trip came to be and, and its impact on your life. Yeah, man. So or typically the national officer team will go to Japan in January and I'm a little biased, but I'm a little bit happy that timing changed it a little bit because usually they go around January 10th, but I'm sure you'll remember that January 10th this year was a pretty big date because that's when the dogs played the tide in that national championship in Indianapolis. So if it was either being on a plane to Japan or watching that game, Am I going to be grateful I'm on that plane? Yes. Am I watching that game the entire way? Absolutely. <laughs> like I, that's, that is a priority. So whenever we didn't go to Japan, we all just thought that, you know, that it would be cool to go somewhere, but we also understand how the world is and, 
if we end up doing something else like that's in the United States and just go somewhere as a team, that'd be cool too. But then Cindy and Eric told us around, goodness, like May, I want to say, May or June, that we were going to South Africa. And for me, that was pretty cool just because I have a lot of like familial connections with Africa and the continent there, and especially in like Kenya and Nigeria, some of the places in Northern Africa. So that was, that was cool to find that out. And whenever we got there, man, I was just in my element, dude. Like I've always loved animals and stuff. So we went to a safari, which was amazing. Ended up just having a lot of really cool food. We got to meet some students who are part of agricultural organizations in Africa that are pretty similar to FFA, but not exactly the same. But it was just, it was just cool, man. We, Aras, we went to Erasmus High School, which was a high school just like the ones we have in America. And there were students there who were doing agricultural projects, just like we have our supervised agricultural experiences here. It was, it was a really cool experience that I don't know if I could have ever experienced that anywhere else. So I, I loved it. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. How long did you actually get to stay in South Africa? Two weeks, dude. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. We, we were there for a while and it was great. We went to, we were in Cape Town, South Africa for like the last piece of our week. And we were in Johannesburg for a good bit of it. We went up to Mabula, South Africa. We, we were in a bunch of different cities in South Africa and outside of it. Mm, that's awesome. So National Convention is next week. This is what your year uh, has kind of been building to and culminating to. Uh, talk next a little week, about, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's here. It's, it's definitely snuck up on us. But, um, it, what, is. it always does. Yeah, that's for sure. So what can members expect uh, for next week, being back in Indianapolis, uh, yeah, it's over eight hundred and fifty thousand members, I believe, or eight hundred thirty thousand members, uh, but especially over sixty thousand members are going to be there next week. What can they expect to be back in Indianapolis? Expect one of the best experiences that you can imagine, especially if you take advantage of the opportunities. Mm. Well, I said that staff here at at sixty sixty FFA Drive and. Our team is really, really dedicated to making this one of the best conventions there's been in a very long time. And that's something that every team aspires to do, and we are no different. So uh, we're hoping that students come and that they, whenever they come to the sessions, that they love every piece of those sessions, that even if they're not participating in the sessions or have anybody who's being awarded, that they end up just staying just to feel it all and just understand, like, we are back. Like, we're here. It's time to go seven sessions american degree like we're here we're going to be in indianapolis and our team is going to show up ready we're going to be ready to have a really good time i know my teammates are going to rock every piece of their spots for national convention and there's just a lot of cool stuff that's been set up by ffa staff and the city of indianapolis so from the new nighttime workshops and going to the career expo which is going to be really awesome this year and We've added more at the FFA shop. So, because last year the FFA shop sold out pretty quickly. Now, that will happen this year because we've, we've done everything that we can to make sure that this year is just as stellar, if not more stellar, than the years to come. But I hope members show up ready to go because we're going to be ready too. Yeah, that, that week's going to be jam packed. And other than your retiring address, which we talked a little bit about earlier, what are, what are a couple pieces or one piece that you're super excited to get to experience and, and look forward to next week? Honestly, man, it was a little selfish, but I'm ready to see my teammates retiring addresses because I, I have no idea what their RAs are. We've been keeping them from each other this 
whole time haven't told nobody knows anything about anybody who's hiring a dress so i'm really excited to see what they've put together and the messages that they're going to share with members especially spending all year with them and knowing what they're about i'm excited to see how they share that with members for that 15 minutes they have on stage and just seeing some of their sessions there's some of all these sessions are going to end up being phenomenal like whenever it's actually time for the delivery of them because they've worked really 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 hard so i'm excited to see all of that hard work they've done be seen on the live stage and to see it real time that's going to be really 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 cool and it's also going to be cool to be on like the other end of things like only times i've ever seen convention has been either as a competitor or state officer and a delegate but this year, any time I see a Georgia member walk across stage to be awarded for national convention, there's a chance I get to hand them that award. And that'll be really cool for me, but getting them maybe hand some of my friends their national championship plaques, like that's, that would be awesome. It's just a whole new side of convention that you just don't even know exists until you do it. And it's, it's I'm excited for that. So a week from Saturday, uh, you and, and your national officer teammates will retire. Um, your 12 months serving as a national officer. Uh, what have been a couple of big takeaways from this year, specifically for you as a national officer? I, I think one of the biggest ones, and it, it comes from the song This by Darius Rucker. Have you heard that song before? Oh, this yeah. by Darius Rucker. Great, great song. It was actually whenever me and Josiah were running for office, we ended up being roommates for the latter half of the process, and we would listen to that song together like pretty frequently. And one of the pieces of the song that always stuck with me was whenever Darius Rucker says, all the things that I knew, but I also didn't know. And it stuck with me because like this year, there's been a lot of things that I have known that I thought I knew, but in reality, I had no idea. Like I, you just, there are just things that you just don't know until you know them. And that's honestly gonna be nice for in life, I think, and just going forward. Because this year I've learned a lot, but I also know that there is so much more in this world that I don't know just yet. And not only is that okay, that's exciting, because that means that there's a lot more to do. There's a lot more to learn, and there's a lot more to look forward to once I no longer wear that FFA jacket. So I would say that's like one of my biggest takeaways. And just another one is just, I think, the importance of a team and just the importance of, honestly, a family like that. Because I, I know it's very, again, cliche to say that, like, you know, your team becomes your family, but it's true, man. They, they did. Like, I just my team has been phenomenal, and I'm really sad to leave them and have us all go our own ways, but I'm just so glad for the time that I got with them. It reminds me of my state officer year because I, I think I had the best state officer team of all time. Little <laughs> little bias, but... I, I really do. And this national officer team has been just as phenomenal. And I'm just so grateful. And I'm going to miss them a lot. But I'm glad that I had the chance to be with them when I did, you know. Mm-hmm. So after you retire, uh, what, what, where are you headed next? What's your plans? Yeah, so the first thing I'm going to do is I've got a ticket in my phone right now for the Georgia-Tennessee game. <laughs> so that's in Athens. So I will, I'm going to 100% be in the student section there. Because oh, yeah. that's a that's a pretty big priority of mine. All my teammates, like we all watched the the Tennessee Alabama game together, and then they were like, "Gosh, Eric, y'all got to play them." And I was like, <laughs> "No, I'm ready. Let's do it." 
So um, that's one place that I will for sure be. And then after that, I'll go work at Bear Hollow Zoo in Athens. Hopefully, that's the that's the hope that I'll go work there because I like that. I love animals, love specifically African Serengeti animals, and that'd be like a really really good spot for me to go and just go work. Chloe Lynch, an old friend of mine, used to work there, so I'm gonna go and do that. Yeah, I think that's that'll just be a really really good time. So that'll be there and Georgia, Tennessee. So that's at least the immediate next move before I start classes again in January. That's awesome, man. I think it's really cool to say that your next job lined up is going to be a zoo. So how or how long are you going to be in that position? That's really cool. Uh, I'm not sure. I say my friend Chloe helped me maybe try to secure that job, and I maybe will probably be there up until I graduate from college. Hopefully. Well, anyways, Eric, you know that uh, Georgia has your back. We are so excited for you uh, to watch you do your retiring your dress, to retire, to, to, to root for you, especially next week. So thank you so much again for coming that, back man. on the podcast. And, uh, yeah, man, you know, me. Absolutely, man. We're in your corner. I appreciate you, brother. Right back at y'all. If there's anything you and your team need, let me know. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Straws to Stir the Drinks podcast. I've been your host, Jacqueline Felter, and make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Straws to Stir the Drinks for future updates on episodes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>